Welcome to We Wine Podcast. We're your hosts, Maritza and Melinda. Welcome back, guys, to another episode. Um, we're going to have Melinda kick off the title of this one. All right. So this month, there is a lot going on. Yes. There's a lot of awareness. So um, this one is very near and dear to us. Mm-hmm. Um for particular reasons, but October is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month as well. So it's not only just breast cancer. There's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, it's infant loss and um, and pregnancy. Pregnancy and infant loss. Yes. So um, I know that... Um, a lot of women don't talk about it. Yes. I feel like. I feel like they kind of see it like a norm, right? If you have a miscarriage or something like that. It's not a norm. You know, because I think I feel like a lot of like doctors make it seem normal where they're like, oh, you know, there's like in a Hispanic culture, right? They're like, oh, don't say anything till after 12 weeks. Yeah. Right. Because they think that it's bad luck that you'll have a miscarriage. That is not true. Right. A miscarriage actually happens because of your body. Sometimes Um, I will share my story uh, this episode. So I already had Rosa and Brianna Mm -hmm. um, and then I had gotten married with my husband now and we were excited like you know to have another baby i was like sure let's you know let's let's do it let's add another one to the you know to, to the, the bunch yeah um i remember getting excited and being pregnant and the way i shared it with him was i put it in like in a little gift bag for him to look and he was like wait are you kidding me i was like no like i'm pregnant like wow you know and i always knew when i was pregnant because my chest would hurt yeah like i was like oh geez yep you know but with this one it was different like i felt like i know this is gonna sound like weird but i was like i think that was my boy Mm-hmm. Because with the girls, I would get like, um, it was salt cravings yeah. like to eat salty foods. And with this pregnancy, I wanted sweet. Mm. And uh, my pouch was actually growing faster. Okay. So for the girls, I never got a belly like until like, pff, I don't know, like eight months. At the or, tail end. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And so I was excited. The family was excited. Um, and this was when we had Hurricane Sandy. So okay. we're talking like a lot of years back. Um, I remember all of a sudden, I think I was coaching, I was out and about and I started like staining, like Uh blood was coming out of me and I called him. We rushed to the hospital and they checked me. They couldn't find the heartbeat. Um, they kind of like came in the room and they were like, we're so sorry, but you're in the process of having a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. So I remember I felt like it was a dream. Yeah. Right. Like I was like, this can't be true. Like I had two babies. Like why? How? This is impossible. Like it makes no sense to me. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I literally just to go through the motions with you guys. I, I am Christian, but at one moment I literally asked God, like, why would you do this to me? Yeah. Like you allowed me to have kids with somebody else. This is my husband. Like, how would you allow like for me to have a miscarriage? So there was anger, you know, and I think that in the flesh you do feel the anger, right? Yeah. Because you're kind of like you're expecting this baby. You're excited for this baby. Um, And I just remember us getting discharged and it was a disconnect too, like for me and my husband, because I think in one point, which is, you know, everyone goes through their emotions their own ways. But I think in one point, um, he was kind of blaming me. Yeah, exactly. So it was like, he kind of thought it was like, because I was coaching that I caused the miscarriage. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Also, I think that for men possibly, right. Um, or even women, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the or the Hispanic community. Yep. Let's go there. Um, there's a lack of knowledge, and also because so many women do not talk about it, mm-hmm. 
Um, I think now more people talk about it um, more than before, Um, obviously, because we're in a world where social media and everything. But it's there's not enough knowledge for men and for the Hispanic community or that, you know, they they'll blame you like Mm -hmm. you can't do a lot of things. Yeah. Like that's not a crop. Like, it's not like you're already grieving. But and then for somebody to try to blame you, you even feel worse. And, like, to top it off, like, I was so broken and I felt like I wasn't getting support. You know what I mean? Um, because he kind of was blaming me. And it was like he almost got cold on me. Right? Yeah. And, it, and, like I said, it was Hurricane Sandy. So we lost power in our house. We didn't have any, like, anything here. So we had to go to my parents' house. And so he was still working. Um, there was no school because of the storm. And I just remember I went for a run. Mm-hmm. right that's my way that's my therapy like it's running and I just remember saying to myself well you know what if I'm having the miscarriage then I'm just gonna run it out and I did and I think that made it worse to be honest with you because then I ended up like bleeding to an extent that I was changing my pads like every 20 minutes so it ended up me being actually rushed to the hospital um I ended up having to have the DNC done because uh, I was like almost like hemorrhaging out. Um, and I went through this with my aunt in the hospital and one of my very good friends that came to the hospital because he didn't even show up. And um, I was broken, right? I'll share that with you guys. Like I felt broken. I felt angry. I felt lost. I remember when I came out of it, like they showed me, right? Because they allow you to see it. And I yeah. just was like so crushed by it because... Again, right? I didn't I didn't understand the why, right? And I think that's where God kind of worked with me like you don't need to understand the why behind it. Yeah. Um but it was an emotional roller coaster and I remember like pleading to God. Like yeah. please like allow for me to get pregnant again and um and you know, I think it was like 6 months after I went to a, a retreat and I just remember the woman it was a women's retreat and the woman was praying and all this stuff and I went up for prayer. And I told her what happened to me. And I said to her, like, you know, I just had a miscarriage and I'm just so broken by it. And she put her hands on my stomach and she started like praying over me and declaring like any bondage or anything within me to be broken. And I kid you not, I felt like a squiggly like worm or something weird in my stomach. And I think like two weeks later is when we found out like I was pregnant again. Wow. And, you know, and I was very cautious with that pregnancy because I think like when you go through that. Yeah. Then when you get pregnant again, you're kind of like, okay, like let me take it easy because they do instilling that in your mind. Like these people, like, you know what I'm saying? Like people start blaming you. Then you're like, well, was it me? But I just remember the doctor, like I spoke to my OBGYN because I was like so broken by it. I spoke to my OBGYN and OBGYN, I remember she looked at me. She's like, no, it's not your fault. Like you, you, you can't, it's, it's, it's a a chemical thing. Yeah. She's like, it's a gene. It's something that happens that, that causes it to not be like a baby that can actually flourish. Like that's your body kind of letting it go because you, you know, something worse could happen. Yeah. And then that's when I was like, kind of, okay. And I was like, what about this baby? She's like, no, this, like this pregnancy is good. Like the baby's good. The heart rate's good. Like I had complications with Mia Bella. Um, like she ended up having to come out, like, I think it was three weeks before her due date. Okay. But that was because of my, like my spine. Okay. Like she was literally making me paralyzed. <laughs> but yeah. you know, like, like I said, like it's, it's, it's tough, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think it's it's harder for the moms out there that actually had to give birth to stillbirths. Um, I do know of somebody, 
one in 160 pregnancies will end in stillbirth. Mm -hmm. And that is heart-wrenching, right? Because you're feeling the baby and then you have to give birth. Like it's a full-blown birth. And then the baby is is not alive. It's stillbirth. And that is, I, I know a few people actually that have gone through that. And I, my heart literally goes out to them because Absolutely. I couldn't even imagine that feeling. Um, I know that many of those women that, I, that I'm talking about, they actually ended up having other babies. Um, but they never forget about the baby that they had to give birth to because at the end of the day, that's still your baby. Yeah. You know, um, the baby's in for them. They, you know, the baby's in heaven. They say that that, that's your guardian angel. They'll teach their, their children that, Hey, you have an older brother or you have an older sister. Yeah. Um, you know, but because at that rate, you already know everything you've went through, you've carried probably full term Mm -hmm. and, um, that's devastating. That's yeah. Yeah. Difficult. Um, you know, I haven't, um, thank God, cause I don't know. Um, but I know many women who have, mm-hmm. um, experience, obviously Maritza, I've had friends, um, and I have somebody very close to me who was going to be in yes. the podcast with us, but I still won't share her, um, name, but I'll share the information, <clears throat> um, that way. She did want, you know, to be people for people to be aware. Um, but, you know, one. She, so she was going through a miscarriage and um, we went to the hospital. They said, OK, go back home. You're having a miscarriage. Um, and they stayed with her um, because um, at this time I didn't have me Bella. And so I, I was able to stay with her and um, take care of her because it was it was a tough one. It mm-hmm. was she was having a miscarriage, but it was it wasn't like, you know, some people can are spotting or whatever. No, this was something different. It was. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I don't I can't remember if I was home. I think her son called me. Um, and like had to call 911. She was on the floor. Mm. Um, she, um, like was passing out. We get to the hospital. Um, I take her son to his grandmother's or whatever. I'm running like all the errands for her, trying to take care of like, you know, her little one while she's in the hospital by herself. Before I get there, they had called cold blue. Oh, she losing that much blood. Yep. So. Not even that. So we get upstairs to the room. They admit her now because it is a more serious situation at this point, right? Um, Supposedly she's fine. She's had her blood transfusion, I believe. No, she didn't have it at this time. Um, She gets up. She needs to use the bathroom. They told her she was fine, um, but they were going to keep her for observation. Mm -hmm. She gets up. I'm helping her to the bathroom. She goes... Melinda and she reaches out to me and her face and everything that I saw traumatizing (gasps) traumatizing and um she fell in my arms and I started screaming for help because now like obviously dead weight is way heavier like she's like you know passed out yeah and when they then test um and she lost way too much blood wow um, and so they had to give her a blood transfusion. Um, she is fine. She has been able to have another child after this. 
Um, but it's just what she wanted is people like be your advocate yes. as well. Like, you know, we said that in other episodes probably, but this is, it's you know, normal. if it's not normal, if you see something that's off, like, you know, this was not a usual miscarriage. Yeah. Um, this was different. It was devastating for her. It was devastating for me to witness my loved one mm -hmm. um, go through this and um, have to take care of her and have to, you know, help her with. She couldn't do the things that she needed for her younger kid that was home, you yeah. know. Um, she didn't have someone by yeah. her side, you know. So it's very difficult. Um, I've known women that had been trying for 10 years and they hadn't been able to yet everybody always reminds them and tells them when's the other one coming or when when are you having another one not knowing that that person went through two three four five miscarriages yeah. it's just like everybody is different and because they are suffering or people who have the audacity to ask knowing yeah. You've had the miscarriage. Yep. That's even worse. Yep. And, and it does take a time for healing, right? Because you have to, for, well, first they tell you you can't have, you can't try for six months. Like you're okay. not, you're, well, it's three months that you can't really like try. And then after the, that, you can get pregnant within the six month window. Um, but it is traumatizing. Like your, your body goes through something. You just feel different. Like for me, when they did the NC, I think they cut me and they had to put stitches. Like they, it was yeah. just bad. Like I, I, I wish I would have had her on the episode because I feel like maybe her story and my story because like I said, right, I was changing a pad like every twenty minutes because it was just rushing out of me. Yeah, like I didn't know what was going on. Like it yeah, was, and good thing that she had you. Like you know yeah. what I mean. Like my mom stayed with my girls so she couldn't take me. I drove myself to the hospital. <laughs> And I was yeah. just like, you know, and it's one of those things, like I say, support systems. Support systems are key in anything you guys go through, especially this kind of situation, because it's emotional. It's, it is. It's draining. It is. Your body releases so much hormones at once. Mm -hmm. um, you feel weak, right? Because yeah. you are losing blood. Um, and then mentally. Mentally, you just feel, you feel attacked, like just absolutely like, drained, like, like i know that the moment i found out i was pregnant with mia bella you know my first reaction was excitement for mm -hmm. something and for you know and not knowing what <laughs> what the heck i was gonna do not knowing mm -hmm. the everything after it um or obviously um you know it wasn't expected it wasn't planned um, but it, it was God's plan. Yes. And so that enough gave me excitement and, um, and, and joy and happiness. And I can't imagine someone feeling that excitement mm -hmm. and then, um, losing. Yep. It's, it's a tough one. And then, you know, what? sometimes it's, it's hard, right? So sometimes people want to say the right thing, but they don't know how to. Yeah. And sometimes I think what we need is just you being there. Yeah. Like, you don't have to say anything. Just be there, do the laundry, wash, the, you know, do the dishes, just cook a meal, bring a meal, right? Because for, for a while, you just don't have that motivation to yeah. want to do anything. Yeah. And it's hard when you're already a mom 
that you know you have to, right? Because you have like little yeah. kids looking at you, right? So like my kids had no idea what happened. Yeah. And I had to sit with them and just say like, well, you know, the baby that mama had in her belly is now an angel for us in heaven. And they just kind of looked at me and they were like, so no more baby. And I was like, no, no more baby. So when I got pregnant with Mia Bella, they were just kind of like, is this baby going to go to heaven too? And I yeah. was like, no. And like, the trauma for, for, yeah. for second time moms, right? For, for the second time around. And then your kid knowing, um, that's, it's tough. It's tough. Like, I just remember they kept on looking at me like, are you okay? Do you feel anything? Like, yeah. And I was like, I'm fine. I feel good. Like, you know, I felt like once I, I passed the date like that, you yeah. know what I mean? Because I was already almost 15 weeks. But it's funny because um, a lot of time they tell you, oh, you shouldn't say anything after this period. But for so long, right, we never knew why people would yeah. say that. Yeah. Right. Because women didn't talk about this. Yeah. And now it makes sense because after that, then there's less of a chance of mm -hmm. you having a, a miscarriage. miscarriage. Yeah. They say by uh, eight weeks. Is so usually. I'm going to do um, quick little facts. Right. Um, one in four women will lose a baby during pregnancy, delivery or infancy. Mm. Um. I think I did that one already. There is no foot too small that cannot leave an imprint. So no matter, again, what we were saying, no yeah. matter how small this baby is, um, it's that moment that you find out that you have a baby in your belly. Like, something growing yeah. It's precious. It's yeah. a loss. The moment you hear that heartbeat. Yeah, uh, it, but sometimes even before that, yeah. you know, because um, I didn't hear a heartbeat till my second appointment. Oh, wow. Um, I care because I, it was so small when I found out, like oh. it, it was too soon. Um, it says, um, almost one, this is interesting, right? Almost one in 10 OBs will be so devastated by a stillbirth that they will consider a career change. Mm. Cause also we don't talk about that, right? Yeah. The doctors yeah. that have to do this. It's, it's, it's emotional. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's just, you know, we wanted to bring awareness to, um, this, um, it's something obviously that Marita has experienced personally and I have experienced it secondhand, um, mm -hmm. with someone that I love. Um, we will put resources. Yeah. And it's definitely important, right? To do your prenatal, uh, appointments and vitamins and like, they say, right. If you were doing something before you were pregnant you can continue to do it while yes. you're pregnant, right? So that's like the myth when they tell you like, stop, unless a doctor medically tells you like, I don't want you doing this, you're safe. You know yes. what I mean? It's like, so for me, when they were trying to blame me for coaching, not true because with my first daughter, you can still I, lift weights. Well, yeah, my you first daughter, I literally coached all the way through yeah, my pregnancy and like even her being born, she was in a little pouch at a game. Like, so that's why I knew for me, like I was able to coach still. So that's why when it came at me that way, I was like, no, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Like I was like, no, mm -hmm, yeah, not right. And then my second pregnancy, I worked out the entire pregnancy. Like I was teaching spin classes and working out. So that's where I knew I'm like, I knew it's not, you can't blame me. Like, you know, so yeah. for those people that feel like, oh, it's my fault. Please take that thought out of your mind. It is not your fault. It is something medically that happened. And there really are no answers, no. right? 
Um, not not a, not the smaller, you know, even yeah. a stillbirth. There, I don't think there's much no. answers. Um, you know, so we'll we'll include resources and foundations that are researching this, you yeah. know, because also, you know, infants that do come home and, you know, unfortunately do not make it past a certain, you know, yeah. SIDS is common. Yes, yes. That's uh, also, that's it's also. not as not as common. I'm sorry, but it, it, it can happens. happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the and it's nothing. There's no there's no research on that, you no. know, like not enough. You know, why does this happen? It just. Listen, and, I, I do, I do believe, right, wholeheartedly. I know people hate hearing this, like, oh, is this God's plan, right? But for me, for my story, I will say that God does have a purpose. You know, I believe that that moment in my life just opened up my eyes a little bit. Um, it helped also, like, my relationship in the sense that I was able to tell him, like, hey, you, you failed me here. Yeah. You know, um, which helped us kind of grow longer down the road um and i always say it i you know i'm like i have a little little nugget up there you know and we every once in a while we kind of look at our older daughter and i'm like man like you know she's about to turn nine we would have a kid that's about to turn 11 yeah you know so it's kind of like interesting like it's not like you forget does that make sense you know but i do i do say that it happens it's tough it's not that god puts it in your life but sometimes it does have a purpose and that's like an individual, an individual thing for you to figure out the purpose behind it. Yeah. You know, you know, find your purpose. Um, we're going to do the resources. Yeah. Um, and there's hashtags to um, bring awareness. Um, yeah. And if this. anybody, you know, so if you're willing to share your stories with us, like, please, like, you know, I think it's something that's not talked about. I think yeah. we should be uh, talking to our children like our girls when they're older, obviously not like, you know, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but like, you know, as they become women and they're on their own in, in their adulthood life, you know, because we don't know the future. We no. don't know if, if our kids are going to face this and we have to console them. So it's good that we're educated on it. And, you know, my story, I don't know, like maybe it's going to help somebody else, you know, um, because it, it's, it's got purpose with the pain. You yeah. know, um, and if you had a name for the baby already, you were further along, um, write their name, yeah. say their name, yeah. let's say their name. Yeah, that's um, right. let's remember them. That's right. Um, cause they were, um, even if they didn't live, you know, um, like our, our, our uh, whole life. Yeah. Or even longer, you know, say their name. Yeah. Um, they, they were important piece of your life. Yeah. Um, and let's honor them and bring awareness to this. Yeah. And, then, you know, I know, I know I know, a couple people, too, that I'm going to reach out to to see if they care to, like, do little blurps, uh, maybe, like, an, a message for us so we could share on our social media. Yeah. We could do um, it anonymous, anonymous, anonymously. Anonymously, yep. yep. Um, just to, to get the word out there and to kind of help one another cope and yeah. heal. So, yeah, absolutely. You know. Um, so I guess that we'll wrap up this episode yeah. as well. Um, we'll leave it there. Um, you know, let's honor these kids. Yes. Um, let's say their um, names. Say their names, guys. Um, thank you again for being on and listening. To yes. Us again. Thank you, guys. Make sure to like, comment and subscribe. Bye, Bye. guys.